There is no doubt about it that a lot of people are struggling right now. You might be among them, but maybe it's your friend, your spouse, your son, your daughter who is struggling with anxiety. And anxiety and depression are on the rise. And you're not a professional. You're not their therapist. You shouldn't have unrealistic expectations of yourself. Like, how do I help them? But there are some common sense things. Well, I want to make them common sense because maybe you think you're being actually extraordinarily helpful with the things that you're saying, but maybe you're not. And maybe if you haven't walked that road, if you yourself have not been anxious, you're not really sure what to say to somebody who is struggling with anxiety. Maybe you're telling them, ah, come on, it's not a big deal. That's eh, not helpful. <laughs> so what would be helpful? See, anxiety is a psychological expression of pain. It's literally, it's something that's so uncomfortable, it's difficult. And you want to help alleviate pain and stress and struggle from people's lives, particularly those that you love, but you're not sure how to do it. What do you say? How do you be kind? Sometimes you have to say things like, oh, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You don't want to say that because that person doesn't believe it's going to be fine. And you just saying that might seem dismissive. But there are some things that you can do and some things that you can say and some things you should avoid. So what are those things psychologically to support that you can say to somebody who is struggling with anxiety? Well, remember, they're thinking anxiety lives in the brain. And anxiety is something about, for the most part, something in the future that isn't there yet. And realistically, you might say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just cross that bridge when we get there. It'll be just fine. But see, that's where their pain, their suffering is. Yes, it is in the future. Yes, in a sense, you are absolutely correct. That is a, something that you can do in the future. You can address this. But if they're telling you about their future, their pain that they feel about what is going to come, in a sense, and I know this is kind of weird to think about, but they're already there. Now, God is very clear. He said, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow because God is going to help you deal with whatever hard things come up. So if you could say, to somebody trying to support them. You could say, you know what? I know it's difficult. And I know there might be tough days ahead. But God's promise, as Jesus speaks about Matthew chapter 6, is I'm with you right now. And I don't want you to worry. Not because there isn't some basis of worry, but God says, because I will be there with you. And if instead you say the same thing, yes, there might be difficulty ahead but we can plan for it. And you can plan on me being right there with you to deal with those difficult things. Now, that's a powerful thing to say. What can we do? Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, you look at them and say, oh, it's so realistic. Why are they making such a big deal? Maybe it's a smaller child and they're crying and they're weeping. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they're upset. But telling them, don't panic, <laughs> don't feel like that, again, that's not helpful. But saying to them, again, I'm here with you. You're not alone. 
then they don't feel dismissed. They feel like they've got an ally with you. Just telling somebody, oh, don't worry. You're making a big deal about it. Don't make a mountain out of a mohill. Those things are not helpful. But when you say, I am here, no matter what's going on for you right now, no matter what will go on in the future, I am right here right now. Because that helps them to recognize that they're not alone. And so much of our worry, so much of our fear, so much of our anxiety has to do with this sense of, I'm all alone in it. Remember what God said. Even in the most difficult of circumstances, Jesus, he sends out his disciples. And he said, God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of thinking, of believing, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. And God says, when you engage in this most difficult journey, to share the gospel, that can be really scary. God reminds you, I will be with you as you do this, day after day, night after night, right up to the edge of time. Again, when God sends you out on a difficult, dangerous journey, the most important thing that he has to offer you is himself. And when somebody else is feeling anxiety, believe it or not, the most important thing that you can offer them is yourself. But saying things like, ah, you'll be fine. Maybe they won't be fine. Maybe they've been told by their doctor, hey, you got to go in and get this test. And it could be cancer. It could be something else. Why would you say, oh, you'll be fine? Maybe it comes back cancerous. But if you say instead, again, I get it. I can get why that would be overwhelming you. I understand why you might be afraid under these circumstances. But just saying you're fine is saying, I don't have the time to be there with you. Oh, you'll be fine. And implied in that is, you'll be fine, so I don't need to be here. But instead, if you say, I will be here no matter what happens, again, you're communicating to them that you see them, that you acknowledge their pain, their struggle, the difficulty, and even if they're not quote-unquote fine, you will be with them. That's validating. When Jesus spoke and he communicated a message to John the Baptist, and John basically was asking, are you the Messiah or should we be looking for somebody else? And Jesus said, the blind see the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. All the wretched of the earth learn that God is on their side. See, all these people were fine because they were able to experience the healing power of God. Count yourselves blessed when you see this happening in your life that God is at work. He doesn't say, they're blind, they're going to be blind. He said, I will move into their life. And that's what you can offer God. is your faith, your belief. And that's what you can offer the person who is struggling. God will be with you. I will be with you. 
But one of the last things that you want to say, and too many of us have suffered with this, you should have done that. Shame on you. Well, if you hadn't have done that, you would have been in a different place. Well, you don't really know that. I look back at my life and all the incredibly stupid decisions I've made. <laughs> the dumb things that I've done. And I go, wow, it's really good that I'm still alive. That I'm still lovable. That my life is moving forward. And yet we turn around sometimes and say, well, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have dropped out of school. You shouldn't have gone out on that date. You shouldn't have quit your job. And all you're doing is heaping shame on that person. But the truth is, you don't know what would have happened had they made different decisions. Sometimes it seems so clear. Oh, if only I hadn't have gone out that night, then everything would have been just fine. Who knows? You don't know. You see, choices are never easy. And sometimes that's what anxiety does, is it paralyzes you. It keeps you from making choices. And so you start saying to yourself, wow, this is really tough. What if I make the wrong decision? Well, you might. But despite making the wrong decision, and we all do, we all make mistakes, God is always there creating a path for us to move our lives forward again. Paul, in the most difficult of decisions, choices, when he was looking literally at being in eternity with God or staying here on earth where he was experiencing quite a deal of misery, he said, you know, as long as I'm alive here in this body, there's good work for me to do. And he said, if I had to choose right now, I, I'm not sure what I'd choose. Hard choice. What was he talking about? He said, the desire to break camp here and be with Christ is powerful. Some days I can think of nothing better. But most days, because of what you're going through, I'm sure it's better for me to stick it out here. So I'm going to be around. <laughs> Good idea. Life is moving quickly for all of us. We are all just passing through. And Paul recognized that there was this sense of like, yeah, I long to be with God. I long to depart the, the struggle the anxiety, the worry, the hardship. But I'm going to stay here. And sometimes that's the best thing that you can do for somebody who is struggling with anxiety is to say, I get it. Life is tough. Because life is tough. I don't care if you have millions of dollars. I don't care if you're married or drive a nice car or have a great job. Life is still tough. And for us to have empathy or sympathy, to recognize other people's struggle, that is what love is. That expression of empathy, that means a lot. Rather than saying, well, no wonder why you're there. You made horrible mistakes. Well, hold up the mirror. Look at the own mistake, your own mistakes that you've made. Again, you might think that you're offering somebody a real vote of confidence. Oh, I believe in you. You're going to figure it out. It's all going to be fine. And maybe you look at them and say, wow, they do have this tremendous capacity to make good decisions, to move forward with their life. But remember, if they are expressing their worry, their anxiety to you, that means they feel alone. They need support. They need love. It's not hard. You don't have to go to graduate school to know what to do, to offer support. 
But I think a few of these small little lessons, joining with people, reminding them that you are there with them. Because after all, that is exactly what God wants you to do. At the forefront of all scriptures, God says, love God and love others. People are struggling. And maybe one of the ways to help with your own anxiety is to connect with somebody else and remind them that they are loved, that you are there with them. It makes them feel connected. And it reminds you that you are connected to others and connected to God and helping others face their difficulty. I will meet you back on the road. And remember, always forward.